You're listening to Wellington Access Radio 783 AM. This is B-Side Stories, and I'm Laura Kewen. The hashtag Welly Next Door campaign is a council initiative encouraging Wellingtonians to get to know their neighbors. The campaign includes the recording caravan, which is set up at Wellington events and gives anyone the opportunity to record their story and have it shared with Wellington. I was really fascinated to learn about the recording caravan and the kinds of stories that they've captured so far. So I asked Angela Rampton and Anna Marie Miller to come and talk to me about it. Hi, you two. Thank you very much for coming on B-Side Stories. You're very welcome, Laura. So, Angela. Oh, thanks, Anna Marie. Start off by telling me about um, hashtag Welly Next Door. What is that all about? Well, it, um, it first started with some Massey University design students. As part of a third-year course, they work on real-world um, real issues. So my manager and I, we went and pitched to these um, great young students that we were interested in making messaging around neighbourliness more relevant for young adults and also to think about it in a different way. And they came up with a really, really innovative campaign called Welly Next Door. And the campaign, one of the um, starts to the campaign was little postcards where we asked people to simply record ideas around the little things neighbours do for each other. And we got amazing results. And some of those little postcards were turned into little hand-drawn videos, which we had an overwhelming, really positive response to. Neat. And what's what's the recording caravan? Um, where did that come from? Um, so... Um, moving on from the, the postcard aspect of the Welly Next Door, um, it sort of started with um, Seniors Week. So this was Seniors Week last year, which is um, the first week of October. And then um, sort of back to back with that was um, Wellington Wellbeing Week, or that's what that was what we were calling it. It was um, the Mental Health Awareness Week. Um, so we had the recording caravan in uh, Civic Square for two weeks. And we just we sort of opened it up to the to the general public. Although it was um, seniors' week, anybody could come and record a story. Um, we really had no idea how busy we're going to be. Angela and I were thinking in the weeks leading up, oh, well, we could be sitting here twiddling our thumbs for two weeks. But actually, um, we had quite a lot of quite a lot of interest and some really interesting people come to to tell their stories. Um, yeah, so it's just great to be able to capture stories from from Wellingtonians. That's cool. Tell me about, just to give people a picture in their minds, what's the experience of someone who's going to record something in the caravan? Sure. So we try to make the caravan kind of as as comfortable and kind of homely as possible. We've got these bright yellow cushions and it just kind of looks a bit fun. Um, We always offer people a cup of tea and a biscuit. Um, And I guess we don't have any sort of there's no real kind of technical recording equipment. We try to keep it quite casual. Um, we started off just using an iPad, and we've progressed a little bit since then, and we've, we've um, got some more, some higher quality recording equipment. But there's no microphone sort of attached to you or anything like that. So it's really just like you're coming in and have a, a cup of tea and a chat um, in somebody's lounge or something like that. It's kind of kind of the idea that we were going for. And how do or what kind of people come out and use it? Well, that first time that you took it out, what kind of people did you have come and record stories? 
We had such an incredible mix of people. We were, I think it's one of the things that blew us away most was just the really wide range. So um, we had promoted, we'd done, we had done some promotions. So we did have some people who had pre-booked to come to the caravan and some people had pre-booked and made the time to bring somebody, a friend or a family member. And so then it was lovely because then you get the dynamics of people who know each other talking about either a shared experience or one finding out a little bit more about each other and then we had quite a large number of walk-ups as well and um, and they were both fun one um, one really one that really springs to mind was um, a lovely man and um, he's actually the youngest Polish refugee and he um, invited his family over from the Wairapa to come and be part of hearing his story and it was very very moving it was it was just lovely We'd always have um, a box of tissues on hand um, when we were doing the recordings, and I think that the the tissues were as much for um, Angela and I and the people doing the recordings <laughs> as it was for the people who were um, doing the interview. Yeah. yeah. So does it get really emotional? Do people open up even though it's in quite a public space? Absolutely, absolutely. And I think mm-hmm. that um, was maybe particularly true for... So one of the, the more recent... Um, events that we had we had the um, caravan up at the Great War exhibition um, so and we were recording stories about wartime and, and sort of times of conflict and um, a lot of those stories were, were quite emotional um, you know people talking about um, mm-hmm. a range of things so it could have been people talking about um, their parents or their father going to war or it could have been them um, remembering um you know, we had a, a, a young boy um, who was um, uh, in, he was a paper boy during the Manor Street riots, so he was talking about his experience. So just, yeah, quite a big range of, of, mm. of stories. Mm. And, um, and as well, we had, we had some people, again, bring a relative. So um, I can think of one example of a woman brought her older mother and, um, and she was just, you know, interviewing her mother about her memories of living, you know, living in Wellington during wartime and, yeah... Really, very moving. Um, As a follow-on from being at the Great War Exhibition, we wanted to make sure that we sort of captured a a wide range of stories. So um, we actually set up jointly with a local um, Maori language radio station and we were collecting stories of relatives of the 1st Maori Battalion and that was just amazing. That was, there's some incredible stories around. And so those were, um, people were given the option for that to be bilingual, so people were speaking in um, English and Te Reo and we also had um, Maori TV there who were uh, filming and um, and broadcasting for part of the day so yeah yeah very that was one where I very much needed the tissues wow. so yeah well what an incredible way of capturing history a- and what happens to the stories after they're recorded so we've worked with another Massey University student, big fans of... Thank big you, fa- Massey. Yeah, big fans of working with students. And he has designed a website for us. And that's a website um, where we upload the stories to. So the stories sit on SoundCloud and we have little excerpts. So you can come through our website and we sort the stories under things, wartime stories, community stories, refugees and migrants. And you can listen to little tasters and then any of the stories 
stories. And we also always have um, either a photo of the person we've interviewed or a photo of something relevant. For example, in one wartime story, uh, this woman's relative had actually be, literally been saved by having a tobacco tin over his heart. And for that story, we have a picture of the actual tobacco tin showing the bullet wound in it and um, that's that's the picture for the uh, for the story so there's something visual and you can listen to little excerpts from them and then have the option to go through and listen to the fuller interview wow that's amazing that's like a movie mm. but it's real people's stories it is it is there's incredible stories and everyday wellingtonians just everybody has a story to tell your story is just as interesting as anna marie's story yeah how long is, if you were to sit down and listen to a full interview, about how long are they? Well, it's a bit of a, a variety, really. Um, some of the initial interviews that we did were probably a bit shorter, I think um, maybe 10 or, or 20 minutes. Some of the ones, um, particularly the ones up at the Great War exhibition that we recorded, some of them might go for almost an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that website where people can listen in, how do they find that? Well, you could just do a Google search on Wally Next Door, W-E-L-L-Y-N-E-X-T-D-O-O-R. Otherwise, it's wallynextdoor.co.nz. There is a link from the council's website as well. Yeah, so you can listen back to those interviews. Yes. Hey, did, did you guys tell any stories in the caravan? Um, well, one of the first, when we were sort of practising, um, we had um, Angela... Um, Angela's father came in to, um, and Angela interviewed him about um, his work on lighthouse keepers. So Angela had hadn't hadn't realised this about Angela, but um, Angela actually spent a large part of her childhood growing up on lighthouses. So that was uh, um, really lovely. I think one of the really lovely things about having um, somebody interviewing somebody that they knew was all the little um, sort of interjections. And um, I think Angela has said that there's been stories that have come out about that um that time on the on the um with the lighthouses that you know stories that she even she hadn't heard before so that was pretty interesting it yeah. was and, yeah. and dad was sure he was going I'm sure you'd heard that story but actually the process of you know sitting down and really getting him to open up yeah amazing stories mm. from his time as a lighthouse keeper came out that we um that we hadn't heard before and that actually as a spin-off led to us actually doing a little bit more sort of more formal recording of some of dad's stories because yes there are then not a lot of lighthouse keepers left, really. So, yeah, wow. yeah. And it's so just so important to capture some of those stories, you know. Um, I think um, probably every family in New Zealand has got sort of some interesting, really interesting stories that are great to capture, and people probably think they're just sort of part of everyday life, but actually those everyday things are, are really interesting. Mm. And Wellington is just um, essentially a big country village, really. I have a, um, a lovely Brazilian friend, and she jokes that Wellington has one and a half degrees of separation. And that was proved true in one of the interviews. Um, up at the Great War Exhibition, we had a, um, a lovely woman called Ray, and she came and she brought copies of um, her father and her great-uncle's diaries. And as it was coming out, there were some family names, and Anna Marie was sitting there listening intently. And I'll let Anna Marie finish so um i she, she'd written a book and um after the interview i sort of um googled the book and i realized actually these these family names 
there's no way that we could not be related with these two family. Um, she shares the same family names as me. So um, afterwards, I, I sent her an email and I said, um, you know, I, I think I'm not quite sure how, but I'm pretty certain that we're somehow related. Um, so it turns out that we um, we have a, a yeah. Uh, I think it's my great 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 grandmother is her great great grandmother. So um, just yeah, we've we've maintained contact and I've. Um, been up to visit her with my mum and my sister so um yeah it's 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 quite lovely wow that's incredible and that's kind of exactly the purpose of welly next door is just kind of reconnecting people who didn't know they had a connection in the first place absolutely yeah yeah just kind of i guess um yeah means that you can learn more about you know, the people who might be your neighbours or other people in the community and, and just realise that you do have, there are connections in common. Mm. Are those, in in two generations' time, are those uh, stories that you've captured still going to be there for people to listen to? We hope so. We hope so. Um, I guess unless SoundCloud decide to do something or get <laughs> taken over by somebody, um, it, yeah, it is lovely. Um, and we have had people where we have sort of digitally, um, either onto USB sticks, people have sort of gone about, you know, collecting and capturing that. And we've also heard of people who've shared their story, um, shared the link and, you know, sent it to family and friends overseas. And they can also very readily be shared on through social media, mm-hmm. the stories that, um, that we capture. So, um, and part of... Um, Part of the inspiration for this is there's some really lovely overseas examples, and um, in the states there's something called StoryCorp, which um, is you know very very popular and won a national TED Prize um, just a couple of years ago. There's also a really interesting um, English version that called the Listening is it the Listening Post or the Listening Project? The BBC, listening Post. yeah, the Listening Post, and that's um, a caravan that drives around England, giving people in all sorts of different places opportunities to come along and the same thing just record the you know their wonderful everyday stories mm-hmm. mm. uh, what's the future for the recording caravan do you know where it might pop up next we um, get we've been approached by a number of um, sort of organizations and people running events and things like that yeah. um, as far as the next one I'm, I'm not actually sure uh, when, yeah, we don't, we don't, but we will be um, starting to plan that and we do promote it and you can go to the website and we'll have where, where the next place the, um, the caravan the caravan will be. Um, we have, we've worked with some amazing volunteers along the way. We've worked with people like Time Bank and um, we've just even been approached by some people who have come and seen the caravan and talked to us and they've come back and helped us as volunteers. Um, but one really interesting connection which is going to continue on is we've been working with, again, students um, and a lecturer, Dr Sharon Marsden, um, who's a lecturer in linguistics at Massey University. Go Massey University. Yay, go Massey University so they have an intern who's actually going to do some research around the language and the linguistics used in the interviews so that's really exciting and potentially there could be some more around that about um, you know students just yeah using these and looking at things like how people speak colloquially and once people are feeling really comfortable talking about personal experiences how their language changes. So that's a secondary purpose that you didn't know the caravan was going to have? No, no not at all. (laughs) 
<laughs> Fantastic. Do, do you think the caravan is, is a good way for people to get to know their neighbours? It is. I think Wellington's such an interesting... What's well, such an amazingly diverse um, place. I personally have, um, I've got neighbours who are Eritrean refugees, I've got Chinese neighbours, and I think by, um, you know, the more we learn, we've got some really interesting refugee and migrant stories, and, you know, just smiling and waving at them every day, but actually when you listen to stories, you know, about sort of refugee families and the journeys they take here, it can make you think a little, and even, you know, migrant families, can just make you think a little bit more around, you know, the journey that people have taken to come to live here in New Zealand mm, yeah absolutely mm. about how many stories have you captured so far do you do you know that we did look at that we did look um, it I, might be close to 80 yes I was going to say 70 or 80 yeah. So yes, yeah, yeah yeah plenty of space plenty of space to capture lots more stories to grow and keep going yeah Hey, that's so cool to hear about the caravan, and um, I can't wait to see it pop up next, but in the meantime, I will be on that Welly Next Door website checking out uh, what people have told you guys and the kind of stories that Wellingtonians have to tell. That's great. That sounds really good. That's yeah. lovely. Yeah. Thanks so much, Laura. Thanks, yeah, Laura. Thanks for coming on. great being on the show. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys.